The Marty's Music Kitchen podcast is brought to you in cooperation with Oregon Music News. Welcome to Marty's Music Kitchen, the fun podcast with creative people where anything can happen. On this next episode, we're making penne a ragu and prosciutto pizza cato, pizza in a pan, with internationally known singer-songwriter Andrea Algieri. Andrea is the founding member of the internationally known band Umbrascatu. He has been honing both his cooking and musical expertise since he was a teenager growing up in Italy. For many years, he supported his musical dreams by working in kitchens all across the United States and Italy. Now, with four studio albums under his belt, Andrea creates his knockout dishes for lucky friends, family, and Umbrascatu bandmates. How lucky are we to be in the kitchen with this guy? Find out how to blend the sweet history of Italian cooking with the flavors of the present with Andrea Algieri on the next episode of Marty's Music Kitchen. Hello, Andrea. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank I'm, you for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here in this um, beautiful kitchen that you have. And I want to make sure that I'm getting your name right. So right now you've kind of been coaching me in Italian. So I'm going to try to say <laughs> okay, it let's and do we it. can just do this. Let's so it's try. Andrea Algeri. You got it. I did? Yes. The first try. Awesome. Andrea Algeri. Yes. All right. My name's just Marty mm-hmm. or whatever no you, name. hey you. Yeah, Marty Mendenhall, what, you know, whatever you want to call me, that's mm-hmm. just great. That, anyway, what are we making today? Uh, today I wanted two dishes. One is a pizza, and this is the pizza over here. And pizza. We have never done pizza on the show, Hi. so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. It's and I want to do also thing. some pasta. Uh, we do pasta ragù, what we call it in Italian. Okay. And it's with tomato sauce, beef, and onion. For the pizza, uh, don't do the traditional. Well, sometimes we use it like kind of like this kind of pan. But today I want to do a fast way that you use like one of this pan that doesn't stick. Okay. Okay. And uh, so, so the turning... secret over here is you put on broil and you go high. So I must you're gonna do... put the pizza on broil. Mm-hmm. All right. So you've got your dough that you pre-made, and okay. somebody can go get pre-made dough from the store if they yeah. want to. I suggest Trader Joe's is very good, honestly. Why are you trimming it? Because there was too much. Ah. So this is oh. what we do. Put this pizza over here. And you're putting it inside this not small, I'm gonna say it's a medium size pan. It's like a pan. personal pizza, let's say. A personal size pizza, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, I do this like a, sometimes as a breakfast when I have a pizza dough left over. Really? Yeah. So what do you do, you just put everything you want on your pizza. Do you come from a family that cooks a lot? Uh, yeah, my mom, she cooked a lot, but I moved, I'm from Southern Italy, Calabria, mm-hmm. nearby Sicily, mm-hmm. but I moved in Florence, so I went to the university over there when I was 19. Ah, I've been through Florence. Long time, long time, long time ago. And uh, since then, I like, you know, I didn't have the money to go to the restaurant, so I was cooking my my house with my roommates uh-huh. every day, mostly. So, so you uh, learned to cook? I learned to cook. I mean, like, uh, you know, I'm 
pretty good. Well, I hear from some of your friends, um, your pizza is to die for. And they said, if you can convince him, have him make pizza. I'm like, okay. So, so, so you, learned you know how to, how to make pizza? I don't know anything about making pizza. Well, so you're here, I'm hoping you're going to teach me today. Yeah. And, you know, we can teach the audience at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So put some sauce. You're just scooping some sauce. And you put on the middle. Okay. In the and, middle. Okay. And you go from the middle, like this kind of things. And you're just in that beautiful spiral motion. Yeah. Because you want like more and, sauce on, on. And you take it almost to the edge. Not quite, but almost. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's only like, maybe I'm going to say a tablespoon. -ish. Yeah. Maybe a little more. Olive oil, extra virgin. Olive oil, salt. Salt. And then put a little olive oil olive on top oil. of that. A good, a good dollop. Yeah, the cigarette. Around. Now, people like think that I'm crazy. This is a oregano from southern Italy that my mom she sent once a year. Like, wow. It's growing in my in the hills in my town. Can I smell it? It smells like so good. Let's open. Yeah. And so, uh, true Italian oregano that... From Calabria. Honestly, my mom, she does like, uh, she's uh, mailed me like um, twice a year, like a, a box with um, all this product, like... Ah, it smells very good. It smells good. So you've got, and it's so, dried clearly. Yes. So what I do, I put some oregano. So just uh, crushing the dried mm, yeah. rosemary in the pizza, yeah. which I understand opens up the cells from anything that's dried and gives that different. fresh flavor yeah. again. So what are you pulling out of the fridge over there? Cheese. Cheese, gotta mozzarella have cheese. cheese. Mm -hmm. And I buy this, I don't like the fresh mozzarella. I love it, the fresh mozzarella, but the fresh mozzarella has a lot of water. Uh-huh. So it becomes soggy. Ah. So this one keep it like better. Yeah. So how did you, I mean, you were, I understand the founder, is that fair to say? Yes. Of a town, a band in town called Umbroscato. Did I get wow. that right? Wow. My name and my I'm band trying. name are like the you first know, try. I have a degree in voice performance and part of that, you had to take five languages. Um, okay. all of, so I learned how to speak, you know, I mean, I grew up singing in Italian. Okay. You know, all the Italian art songs and things like that. So oh. that's what you had to learn when you... Do when you have a band? I do, my own band. Um, we haven't um, had a show since before the pandemic, but okay. I'm planning on releasing a new album in the spring, so... What kind of music do you play? No, I, I, I interview you. <laughs> um, my shows are a combination of jazz uh -huh. and originals. Oh, cool. And my originals are... I'm going to say they're they're all based in jazz, but they have a kind of a pop feel to them sometimes. Uh -huh. uh, but a, a lot of my ballads are just straight jazzy ballads that I sing. So cool. what about you? When you write music, what, what inspires you? It's kind of weird, you know? My process is uh, sometimes like, uh, you know, I have my guitar always plugged in, or I roll my guitar out. And then sometimes I want to like write something that never happened. And I put myself, try to, you know, play some chords, try to, some melodies on top, and never happen. Other times, maybe I'm watching TV and I have a guitar in my hand, and I start to play, and a melody comes in my mind. Ah. And I just start to, like, um, record myself with the phone, mm -hmm. just the melody, and then and I start to write the song around whatever came in my mind. So we have a very similar writing process because on my phone, or at least my old phone, I don't know if it translated to the new one, but I have, uh, like if I come up with an idea, 
I just whip out my phone and start recording, mm -hmm. you know, the idea for come with it on the piano, mm -hmm. you know, I start recording so I won't forget the yeah. beginning. And it's like, that's like the shorthand, right? Yeah. And then I can come back to that and finish writing yeah. it later. This, so. I have like three phones that I don't want to put in the garbage because I have a lot of Huh. A lot of like ideas and all sold phones. Yeah. And actually, some people say, "Why do you have these phones?" They're like, ah, "I have like a bunch of songs that potentially there." So. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. Back on the pizza. All right, pizza. So, like what I said, you put the broil on high, okay? Ah, uh, God, I think you're crazy, but okay, yeah, uh huh. No, I'm not. So all right. Here. You're putting in a cookie sheet. So now I put the prosciutto. We call it prosciutto gotto, but uh, ham. And then what kind of cheese For Americans, it's ham. This is a whole uh, milk cheese, uh, mozzarella. 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 But I'm don't just... use the fresh mozzarella for this because fresh mozzarella has too much water and um, it would be too soggy. So well, anyway. I'm definitely going to show this as a quick bite, just this part here. And we'll, we'll show it when you pop it out in the oven. When you pop it out of the oven, it's going to okay. be awesome. And for those of you who don't know what quick bites are, you can check out my YouTube channel, uh, Marty Mendenhall. It's YouTube forward slash Marty Mendenhall. And um, I'm going to feature some quick bites of Andrea mm -hmm. on uh, YouTube about you making pizza. And you might even play for me later, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah, so it's going to be awesome. Okay, now, this is the most important part. Okay. So you keep the pizza on this little thing until it's like a little bit brown underneath. Okay, so you put the pan with the pizza in it, the saucepan, mm -hmm. and you put it on, oh my God, high, a mm -hmm. burner on high. Yeah, okay. the most important thing, the pan, it must be like a, the one, no sticky one, because otherwise it will not work. So I didn't put anything underneath the pizza, just... Just right, there was no oil, no there was oil, no, no butter, yeah, nothing. And it's a non-stick pan, I want to yes. emphasize that. This is the most important thing. So I just like check over here. Okay, so you're taking a spatula and kind of yeah. pulling up the sides a little bit. Yeah, because I want to check that those things. <laughs> and you make breakfast pizza with leftovers? I mean, I love pizza. <laughs> so my thing, like if I have a pizza, also leftover pizza in the refrigerator, also nighttime, like I wake up, like I want to get a bite. Ah. I just love pizza. It's my favorite food. Wow. This is like cooking really quickly. All right. Most important part happening right now. Yeah. And now what I'm doing, let me see. So you're just kind of firming it up a little bit, getting a little bit brown on the bottom, mm -hmm. right? Yes. I can see our water's boiling for pasta, so you're right. It's not going to take very long, is it? I know. So now, as you can see, it's very smoky. So you're going to transfer it using yeah, your spatula to the cookie sheet that's in the oven mm -hmm. on high, a broiler on high. Okay. Boy, so, this is not how I would have cooked pizza. No. So I'm learning a no. lot already. So. So well, you didn't go. You didn't go to school for music. No. Did you grow up with music? No, when I was 14, like my town is like a very small town. There was nothing to do except play soccer. Oh. Uh, so we decided with my friend, we love soccer and I still love soccer. Uh -huh. But we decided to do something different. Right. So we decided to put together a band and I oh. was 13 or 14. So and I didn't, you didn't play know any how to play anything. No, but I was singing. For oh, the band. you could sing. So, okay, uh, good. So with my friend, we start this band just for fun. Like, you know, and then we start to put, we were playing so, uh, covers. 
and uh, we find a little manager. We will play all this. We have a bunch in the summertime in Italy, especially in the south. There's all this feast, you know, Santa Maria or San Giuseppe, and there's all this. The normally the city put together some shows, you know. They have some budget that they must spend like towards music and art. Mm-hmm. So as a band, we were playing this small town like six miles away from our little town, like you know. And we start to see that people start to love what we were doing. Like people, you know, all the friends and all the parents, they were coming, like and their relatives, and they were coming every show. So. so I start really fell in love with the live music. And after like uh, there were two bands in my town, and um, this two band they split up at one point, and the, the, we can say the best member of this two band they just merged together, and we made a different band, more let's say more professional. Mm-hmm. And we start to play more like. Um, bigger stuff like bigger shows i mean bigger you know bigger for us like what, what, 40 what? people well like a lot of people maybe 41 but <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. get the picture it's a lot more than 40 uh, but and, yeah and, was, were you, and you were what was your instrumentation you were singing and i was singing i like um a guy was playing guitar one of my best friends Okay, and you just reached in the oven, gotta tell my Yeah, my you must turn, you know, like, a, because my oven, depends what kind of oven you have. So I have a, like, so yeah. I must do So like, just keep, kind of turn it with your spatula mm-hmm. yes. on the pan. And we were talking about music. Anyway, I, was, I played with this band who was, uh, the name was Rossini Target. Rossini was a composer. Anyway, we played for a couple of years and we did like also some shows in Rome that was like, that's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, so... You kind of branched out there after a while. So we start to play and make some money. Like, not a lot of money, but for a kid, I was like 15 at the time. Right. It was, I was making like a... Yes, seven. and all the young girls were like, oh my God. Yeah. It In Italian, the main of course. Thing. <laughs> yeah. No, it was uh, people really like it, what, what we were doing. And... Um, so since then I never stopped, and I stopped like a year before I left from my town because I went to Florence. Uh-huh. So I left the band, but at the same time I started to pick up guitar and was playing guitar. And I moved in Florence for the first year I was working like as an actual runner pizza, I was like delivery pizzas. I play guitar, I have some songs, and I start to play like around with one of my best friends too, as a duo. We were doing like some bar in Florence, but covers. Uh-huh. Did you well, miss your band? Like we are still very good friends with them. We, I don't want to say we talk every day, but once a week we have like this WhatsApp chat, and, like all the friends we do, like kind of Zoom call where everybody like enjoying him, like you know. Oh, still. We are very good friends. Even like you know, I left my town. I was 19, but they still these people are still my people. Like I don't see if I see if I don't see them for five six years. When I go back, it's kind of normal. Like so, you made up for that loss by having your duo in college. Yeah, it was fun, and you know, I wasn't like a don't say, like I was support myself, but you know, I make some money. Like, and at one point, I decided to try just to live like a playing like gigs, and I did it. So, oh my pizza. gosh, check it out! Yeah, and voila, pizza is done. Pizza that is took done. no time no at time. all. No. I'm so impressed. And uh, it's a very fast way to do it. Oh my gosh, so we gotta let it cool a minute, so, right? So, yeah, that's cool. And, um, yeah. So, um, you started, you went to, to school, and again, what's your, what did, what did you go to school for? I went to like, a, we call it in Italian, Scenografia. It's Academia di Belle Arte di Firenze. Scenografia. 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 Set design for theater, TV show, 
cinema. I finished in 97 and I went to Mexico right after. Ah. And I worked for a company called Cactus. They were doing like a props for like all these telenovelas so popular in uh, Oh, like for actual, mm -hmm. actual, like, um, I guess those would be soap operas and... Yeah, they're very, like, in Mexico, it's like all, also South America, they have mm -hmm. all this soap opera, like, so, but we work in Mexico with one of my friends. And I just I realized there, you were like, using a big knife. I thought maybe I should take my hand away from the middle of the counter. <laughs> so now, um, some onion. This is for the pasta a ragu. So you chop it up some yeah. red onion. I love red onion. Yeah, me too. Um, I think that red has a, a certain richness to it mm -hmm. that I can appreciate in anything I cook. So this is what I do. Some olive oil. So this is a, I'm going to say it's a deep medium saucepan, maybe mm -hmm. three inches deep. This is what I have. You can use everything. Oh, all right. Got it. A little mm -hmm. olive oil, throwing that in there. Olive oil over here and I put the light. And the water. But you are brave. You cook everything on high. That's the way I, I do. And um, I love pasta. Mm -hmm. I love carbs. Mm -hmm. Do you think, um, generally speaking, the um, in Italy, do you think people eat more carbs than they do in the United of States? Of course. I mean, like in my town, like people want to eat pasta every single day. I can eat pasta every single day. Me too. But I'd also probably, you know, Actually, I try to don't, yeah. like, but after three days out of the carbs, I feel sick. So normally, I like to put some white wine too, and I cook. Little uh, Pinot Gris. Mm. Yep, a Just local a, vineyard. I mean, like, honestly, like a very cheap picky. wine because right. you mm -hmm. don't want to cook with expensive wine. Actually, I have a wine that we didn't open. Actually, what we do is we have expensive wine. And uh -huh. then when, if I don't drink, well, if I'm drinking by myself, I can't, I'm small, I don't drink that much, but uh -huh. um, I always have a little bit left over and then I save that as my cooking wine. So I've got yeah. my, I've got a really good wine that I, that we cook with that's just leftover. Mm -hmm. And I can get away with that for about six months and then I have to toss it finally, but I love cooking with wine. Yeah. And to be honest, I will admit, which I've never admitted before, that for white wine dishes, I go get the little four pack like from Safeway, that's little tiny bottles. Okay. And then I'll, cause I, I mean, I'm not using a ton of white wine. It's just like, you know, it's like a dollop or a splash or whatever mm -hmm. in a dish. May I? Yes. Ah, that smells good. Um, just smelling the cork for those who don't know what I'm doing. Ready? I put some white wine now over here. White wine with the olive oil, more wine with mm -hmm. the olive oil and onions. Nummy. Yes, and... And we are going to be drinking Memoro Italia. Memoro Italia. Hey, honestly, don't ask me about the wine because I don't know. I know that it's Italian. But, and this is uh, Piccini? Piccini is the, the cantina, the maker. Ah, the mm -hmm. maker. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm supposed to say why I buy wine because I know. No, I'm a, well, actually, like, a lot of people buy it at grocery outlet because they have, uh, sh they have imported wine for yeah. not a lot of money. Yes, and they have a whole variety. I'm not going to say that they uh -huh. have all the inexpensive wine. Uh -huh. yeah. um, they just happen to get it in bulk. So, I mean, I've bought plenty of really I good bottle like of Cabernet wine Sauvignon, at grocery outlet. A Cabernet Sauvignon for seven ninety nine. Mm -hmm. 
that honestly was one and from California. Yeah. He was amazing. I'm not picky, like I know that we have a lot of good wine in Italy. Right. But honestly, US right now, like the wine is very good. Right, exactly. Top and much. that's because we have a unique climate in the Pacific Northwest that grows the Pinot grapes mm -hmm. just like so well. And also in the Tri-Cities area in Washington. So there we go. You were handing wine to my crew. Yeah. Here, um, to um, Italian cooking. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. It's good. It's sweet, but not too sweet. And it's dry, but mm -hmm. not it too dry. dry. I like dry wine. Anyway, the Tri Cities in Washington, so Kennewick and mm -hmm. all that eastern Washington is another good area to grow mm -hmm. grapes because it's more desert like, it's got the heat. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, we're just really blessed to have this different terrain in the Pacific Northwest where we can just grow all this incredibly good wine. So yeah. oh, it's, it's amazing. Like, honestly, sometimes like, I talk with friends mm -hmm. that they work in the restaurants and they say, oh, what do you think about the wine from the U.S.? Honestly, I can talk about the U.S. from west side, like, you know, California, some place over here in Oregon. And I think it's fantastic wine. Yeah, we have our favorite wineries. It's, it's all... I have yeah. about four that I really, really like, but they're more expensive. But you take that bottle and then, I mean, you were drinking you something that it. it's just like, it is just an experience mm -hmm. to drink some of the wine from here. I mean, yes. just opening the bottle and going through it and sharing it is an experience. So that's yeah. what wine is to me. Back to the cooking. Uh, use, uh, I like back, to use like a, a little bit. normal cooking show. 8%, uh, 80% lean and 20% fat. I like some more fat in the meat, so okay. some more flavor. Right? I agree with you. you fat is good. You want a little bit of the fat in there. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got the onion. It's still sauteing over there yes. on high. On so high. You are a brave soul. You just keep adding wine. Yeah. See, I'm in all my sauces, I, I always think a little wine is, like, crucial. Whether it's red or white, depending yeah, on what you're making. It changes the flavor, honestly, right? in a good way. So this is the leftover from the pizza, actually, that I can use for this. Oh, the leftover tomato sauce. Mm -hmm. And you're dumping the rest of the cannon. Yeah. OK, let's try this pizza this time. Yeah? What do you think? Pizza. Guys? Pizza, pizza. And the important thing that I want to say to a lot of America is not pizza, it's pizza. Yes. Because the double Z double. is a You tea. must really do it. Pizza. Yeah. All right. Sorry. This looks really good. The cheese really browned up mm -hmm. and those little bits of cheese all melted together and cheesy goodness. I think it's good. You would tell me. All right. Here it goes. It looks cheesy and golden and brown. What is it? It's really good. It's really good? Uh-huh. I'm sure it's the uh, full-on Italian oregano that Probably. does it. Yeah. It tastes fresh, and uh, I love the kind of the toasty flavor of the cheese. I love cheese. It takes like honestly like it's a less so than good. five minutes. Actually, my oven wasn't very high. Mm-hmm. But normally I turn on the oven like ten minutes before when broil, mm -hmm. very high. So I soon put the pizzas like take like a couple of minutes. Mm, it's so good. And my my oven is electric, but. My friend, I did this many times at so my friend's house. She has like a, a gas oven. Uh-huh. It's much, much better. Honestly. And a gas oven. Mm-hmm. All right. But would you still put it on high and broil? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to have a moment. I'm eating goodness. For 
The other things I don't like to use are like pasta from um, the most famous, like more like um, people knows about Italian pasta is this brand called Barilla. Barilla, right. Yeah. That, I didn't know that was actually Italian. I just thought it was like... But it's not Italian anymore because the brand is Italian, but they use the grain from here. So, ah. so I like to buy like pasta. It's not because like against anything, but made with the grain from Italy. Hmm. Like a lot of Italians, they, they moved in the U.S. and they start to be like uh, gluten intolerant. Mm-hmm. And they, they, like they died the same pasta, but we use the Barilla pasta mm-hmm. to make it. Like when I use Barilla pasta, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. I like to buy like pasta made with grain from Italy. So sometimes I really made in Italy, okay, with grain from Italy. If you look at Barilla, it's an Italian brand, but made with U.S. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you've got, um, what do we make? What kind of pasta is uh, it? This is, uh, I bought, I think this, I bought this, um, Trader Joe's. Yep. Oh, grocery outlet. And uh, what's... Well, normal, the pasta I like is if you, and it's easy to find. It's a little bit expensive. It's called De Chaco. It's D-E-C-E-C-C-O. De Chaco. Okay. De Chaco. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite brand. What's the shape of this pasta? Penne. Penne. I'm sorry, Penne. Mike, did I say it right the second time? Yeah, I got it. All right, just make sure. And picture. penne rigate. Like, they're like, like, because we have a penne liscia mm-hmm. and penne rigate. This is more like the... So they have the ridges mm-hmm. and it's a small you tube. Can touch it. I wouldn't I can touch it. I'm touching the pasta. So, and uh, this also like, you know, al dente and, uh, you know, I like the pasta al dente. I don't al like dente, one. definitely. So... What I do here, they say like, um, I can read, you can read this 11 minutes. Ready, 11 minutes, I'll I'll dente dente 10 minutes. So what I do, I cook like for nine minutes, and after I saw that with the sauce for Mm. a couple minutes. I would never have thought that. You you rock in my world there. Mm -hmm. And I put already like a couple spoon of salt in this. Ah. So the other things that's very important when you cook pasta, you must add, like in a probably in five minutes, the amet from the pasta. I don't know if it's the right word, but... The water? Yes, but the amet, that it, uh, amet I don't know in English, That's honestly. okay. Um, so yeah, the starch, the little bit of the starch water. Mm-hmm. I was, and you put that in your pasta. It's very important. To kind of blend the two and give it some more flavor. Mm-hmm. Good to know. And I'm very picky. I use the same um, wooden spoon for like salsa and... Sure, it's all going to go together. So you're just spooning some in. Yeah. And I am going to let the listeners know that you turned the pasta down. I mean, the pasta sauce down. I said it went down to seven for a while, and now it's on medium, Mm -hmm. just kind of simmering away while the pasta's cooking. Mm -hmm. You're going to give me your mother's recipe for pizza? Uh, I need to ask her her permission. She is very lucky. Oh, my gosh. I think this is an easy enough recipe. It's great. My mom, I was like, I told you, like, I was in, you you said, like, you saw my Facebook. I was there, like, in Italy for a couple weeks ago. Right. And uh, my niece, she was visiting me, and she loved the pasta al torno. But they do it without a tomato sauce. I do it with the tomato sauce. I made, like, a variant about, like, what mom do it. So they do just with olive oil, or? It's kind of the same process that I did with the meat, exactly the same. But with the tuna, I like to buy this uh, brand called Rio Mare. It's an Italian tuna brand. I think Everything has a taste of home, it sounds like. When I can, because my mom, she sent me this stuff. 
This is from me though. She sent oh. me tuna cans. And it's called Rio Mare. Mm -hmm. Tona al olio di oliva. Yeah. No right? water. Olio, olive oil. Yeah. Fancy. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Next time when you come, I will make like okay. tuna pasta. Sounds like a plan. Mm -hmm. We'll bring a bunch of musicians over and crash mm -hmm. your house yeah. for some food and a jam session. I like to do that. Right? Honestly, like I my know, band fun, come right? all the time for dinner over here. We do like they really? Oh yeah. Sometimes, oh, right now we do like we with my drummer player. Is that uh, Mark? No, Mark, he used to be in the band for a long time, but now he plays with yeah, floaters. I know. I'm actually going to see floater. I told you I was going to, oh, yeah, before the show, December. I said I was going to Roger Waters tomorrow mm -hmm. night because I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan. Yes. As you are, I found yes, out. Yes, I am. I and love. And then um, we're going to go see floater when they're here on in December 3rd. Yeah. On December 3rd. So no. I'm excited about that. They're great. I'm so, still eating the pizza over here. Mm-hmm. I have like some Parmesan cheese. This is actually no Parmigiana, oh. it's grana. It's the unfortunate the end, but it's still good. The best thing I had when I was in Italy, in Italy the Parmigiano. was uh, 20, year, 20 year old aged Parmesan aged cheese. Parmi this is Grana Padana, it's like this Parmigiano, Grana Padana, everything else. Yeah, um, mm, so good. You like it? My mom got the vegetarian plate when we were in Florence actually. I was in Florence like in, um, it was right around, it was either 2000 or 2002. And uh, well, my, mom, my mom was with me on this trip. Mm -hmm. And she got the vegetarian platter and they brought her cheese and fruit. And they brought her Parmesan that had been aged. It was just like, I thought I had died and gone to heaven. Parmigiano. Parmesan. Oh, he's like, come on, say it right. Because the Parmesan Par is the, like Parmigiano. the American version. Par Par Parmigiano, do you roll it? Parmigiano. I'm teaching my son how to roll like, the R. Yeah. Oh, really? How's he doing with that? Parmigiano. Oh. <laughs> no R. No. No. He's flipping it. Yeah. It's kind of like um, interesting. I'm hmm. very like forcing him to speak Italian. Hmm. So, it's, how long are you cooking this pasta? I give it another minute. I can't feel that it's still hard on my wooden spoon. Do you want to try? Again, um, sure. Well, when it. Here, I'm gonna split it in half, and you're yeah. gonna tell me. Like you know, this is it depends on like if you like like more al dente or not. Ah, aha. This is very al dente. Too very much. al dente. Too much. I give another minute the salt. And then you're gonna put it in with the sauce. Mm-hmm. Wow, you've got a whole bunch of that cheese. Yeah. You this coming for the restaurant. Yeah. I play in a restaurant, and they cut all the cheese. They leave all this um nice and this thing uh, but there's a lot of cheese still like in that pasta you see over here
per dirgli caro mio ti sei dimenticato dei tuoi figli già da troppo tempo e non mi giudicare se mi comporto male mi ha fatto un po' incazzare quindi quindi non fa niente So, when did you move to the States? I moved to the States in 2006. I lived for a, uh, less than a year in Ithaca, New York, upstate. And actually over there I started to play my original song. Because ah. in Florence I was just playing covers. And in Ithaca I started to go like this open mics. And I told my ex, like, please don't come with me. I want to force myself to be out and try to speak English. And they didn't know anything about. Oh. They didn't know any English zero. But anyway, I went to this open mic. You were really brave. It was like because she was honestly like, bring me everywhere and order food for me, order drink for me, and I started to feel like weird. At one point, I said, like if I don't start to by myself, You're like I'm never gonna I learn. I will never learn. So I said like, let me try. I'm going. I saw like there was a paper, a newspaper. I don't remember the was the local one, and I saw there was a couple open mics. And I said, you know, I want to try. So I went there. Did you sing in Italian? I did actually. The first time I, I played there, I played one of my songs and um, an Italian cover. And people love it. And since then, I never stopped. And uh, after the Italian restaurant, one of the first jobs I had over there was a pizzeria. A pizzeria? Mm hmm. Nearby Itaca was Chumasburg, the place. And they, I worked there for like uh, quite a bit. And uh, the guy was decided to move back in Sicily, and I said, "You want to buy my pizzeria?" Pizzeria. Pizzeria. And, and I said, not. "I said, well, probably." And I talked with my ex and uh, her father; they were ready to invest. But the last minute, I said, "I cannot do this." Honestly, the passion or like the music, and I said, "If I start to like, uh, if we would buy this place, you could have." Done a pizzeria with live music. No, I mean, like, honestly, I'm not this kind of guy that you do 50 50 or you do 100%. Mm -hmm. You can do 98, mm -hmm. but no, like 50 because otherwise you don't do good in the pizzeria, you don't do good in music. Right. You split your split your efforts too much, your energy too much. Yeah, especially, you know, there was a lot of money 
you know, you put a lot of money like towards like something like that and saying like, well, I wouldn't use you to make any money. So probably like it was like, put me like to be like a just the owner of this pizzeria or restaurant instead of playing music. So, okay, the pasta is ready. All right. It's still a little extra al dente, right? Yes. And now like this, you know, this step, right? And, and then now. that's dumped right in the oh. sauce. Yeah. Yes. That's like the perfect amount. Good guess. The, this is the perfect amount for Educated me. Educated guess. With a lot of pasta in it. This can be like good for two people. That's for two people? <laughs> Come on. Honestly, if you see my friends, the people I grew up with, you cannot believe it the way they eat. Like, honestly, when every time I go there, we say, we go to restaurants and right. we expand at the restaurant. Like you start to like and do the belt and uh -huh. like go like just the table. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah, it's. Um, I would never. You're so skinny. I mean, like I'm my no gosh, skinny. you're like in shape. <laughs> so it's like I can't imagine you. No, like, no, you know, eating really, that much. Really a lot. Well, food. You know, for me, I've said it many times on the show that. To me, food is family. So we always cooked for each other and we grew up eating mm -hmm. together and we would invite friends to eat with us. And even our holiday celebrations, we would have giant, a giant holiday party and everyone would bring something. So it was all about sharing and people mm. oh, yeah. and Absolutely. flavor, right? And love. I associate all of those things with love. Friendship, love, food. I mean, like a food for me is important. <laughs> Right. Like, and I honestly, what I was saying, I'm not kidding. I invite my, sometimes we have like a, we have a room at my drummer's player house, but sometimes I like to do over here, mm -hmm. more like simple, no drum set, bring the cajon or whatever. Yeah, like, the cajon, that's perfect. And just to like go through the song and uh -huh. after we have a meal and it's like, yes. Yes, of you know? course they're going to say and yes. And you know, honestly, when I have people, I like to cook like from like, you know, I like to do the appetizer. I have a slice over there. Like, I'm so sorry. That yes, you can't live without a slicer. I understand you know, this. I really like like to do like a good meal, like in a normal, like a bad gelato mm -hmm. from my friend. Sorry, I'm not, I was talking to you. I, I still have to work on my pizza. The problem, like, you know, the other things about me, I talk too much. Huh? And I jump from like different subjects. It's okay. Good. It's a podcast. You're supposed to talk. Uh-huh. So. So. You started Umbrascatu in mm -hmm. uh, 2010. And then how did you decide, like, did you just know musicians that you're like, hey, come No, the things are like, uh, well, I start with this, uh, what I was saying with the um, open mic in Ithaca. And when we decide, actually, uh, important step, after we, we decided to don't buy any restaurant, and I was kind of unhappy. So normally, like you can use a Grana Padano, Parmigiano is better, of course. But a lot of people like Pecorino. It's a um, different kind, of, like a Roma Pecorino Romano. Romano, I know Pecorino Romano. Romano. It's right? very good. It's like more salty than. Uh, I thought it was Parmigiano Reggiano. Parmigiano Reggiano is the is the king of the the cheese, like for pasta. Okay. Let's say, and a Grana Padano is like right after and. It, some people like more like pecorino because they like more like flavor. Mm -hmm. It's more like aggressive in a way, like small salt. More. Right. Mm -hmm. So I started to do this uh, open mic and at the same time we decided to don't buy the restaurant, the pizzeria. And um, okay, this is for you. All right, thank you. you I wanna, appreciate like, it. I don't want to, I'm going to give the oregano back to you. Wait, here's uh, the thing. 
All right, I'm going to taste it, my friend. Are okay. you ready? You're crossing your fingers. You know it's good. I watched you I cook know. this. It looks delicious. And you know, I've never, I watched you over there at the stove just um, gently uh, with your wooden spoon putting some of the water, which you call amido. Amido. Mm -hmm. uh, into the. How do you say in English? Starch. 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 And normally, what I like to do myself, I love chili pepper a lot. It's Italian bomba, they call it. It's very like good hot. And it's called? Hot pepper. Italian pepper sauce. Bo Italian bomba. Italian bomba. Bomba. Like, hot bomb. pepper sauce. Fermented, mm -hmm. crushed Caribbean chili peppers. If you like a little bit of. Yes, like a I, always cake. Put, um, I always put crushed red pepper. Yeah. Basically in almost everything I cook, to be honest. Oh, do you like it like spicy? And not too spicy. I uh -huh. was just like that hint of heat. But it depends on the dish. Sometimes I'm in the mood for a lot. It's not bad. Oh, that smells so good. Yeah. Yes, let's this, get some of that. You can find this to Trader Joe's, and I think that it's not expensive. Do you? And honestly, I think it's good. I know, Trader Joe's is like uh, our little mecca. If you oh. want to try a little bit before you put on no, it. No, I'm just going to put it on. And then okay. how much do I put in? Uh, like, how spicy uh, is it? For this, maybe try first. This, this try spicy. it first. I'm such a, you think I'm such a chicken. Uh, I'm not afraid of a little heat. Yeah. All right, I'll yes. try it. Okay. The pepper sauce. I'm just going to try it on its own. Good luck. Spicy. Woo! Spicier than I thought. <laughs> but that is going to be perfect for in here. I'll tell you what, I'll wash it down with a little wine. That'll help, right? Yes. Very good. I like it. Mm. Mm, that adds something. And you can just stir that in after. You don't even have to cook it in. Mm-hmm. Well, you're just loading me up. I got cheese, I got pasta, Italian bomba, wine, pizza. But normally we sit at the table. We never eat like, um, like this. Yeah, I know. We're eating at the <laughs> counter. Mm. So the band, you guys gig all the time. I mean, you travel a lot, mm -hmm, it yeah. seems like. Yeah, we play a lot. It's kind of like, um, actually, when um, I tried to make a short, but we moved uh, before, when we decided to buy the restaurant, Susan's sister, my ex-sister, she lived here for a long time. And she called us and I said, guys, this was 2007, a year after we moved in America. So you must come to check this um, town. So like, which town? And they said, Portland. So Portland, Oregon. And honestly, I feel like a shame right now. I have no idea about Oregon and Portland. No idea. For us, like from Europe, from, Europe, from Italy especially, when we talk about the West Coast, it's Los Angeles, uh, San Francisco, Seattle. Also, we don't know that Seattle is very close. But That's okay. We didn't we know anything about it. It's kept secret. Don't tell anybody. And it was nice. I mean, we moved, like I said, like I uh, told my, uh, my ex, I said, like, let's give a shot. And we came like a summer 2017. And I fell in love. So, That's because we have vineyards. I don't know what it is, but it's beautiful. And honestly, I felt home. Like what I think that I really like about Portland, my first impression was like working. I remember it was working uh, downtown. The downtown was there were more, more people than now, mm -hmm. right? And people was like say hi, you know, something that we, in Italy is kind of normal. Like, but and it's cost like we lived us in New York City for three months. It was uh, everything like. Fast paced, that people like to have a time to have a conversation. And over here, every time, like I was across the street, like people like stop with the car. It was for me, it was strange. People say hi, like, you know, walking on the sidewalk, and people say, 
what of this guy, you know? But I felt like comfortable. I felt, uh, summertime is fantastic in Oregon. So we decided to stay here. Uh, for a couple of years, I was working a lot, three jobs and uh, playing music when I can. And after like um, 2010, I met this drummer that we were working together in this restaurant. His name is Matthews Louis Roland. And it was this very like hard rock, like drummer, like and my music is no hard rock. But we started to go out and then one of the first gigs, there were like a, an audience that was very like quiet and just look what we were doing was at the artichoke music that was on Hawthorne. And uh -huh. They had like this coffee shop in the back. Was a location. I love like, artichoke music. They're great. Do you remember it was in a Hawthorne? Yeah. Before they moved now in Powell. Yeah, but they we, moved, right. And they, they had this cafe, so we played this show for 60 people and nobody, like, honestly, the people like, was like there for the music. No chatting, nothing. It was like, we played, it was so quiet. They were quiet. paying attention to you. It was so quiet. There was kind of like, oh my gosh, you really like, you know, felt like, you feel like kind of intimidated at the yeah. same time because like people really pay attention to what we're doing. And uh, it was good. People love it. And uh, since then, I never stopped. We had uh, like a bass player. I met Dylan Dean at Good Food and uh, Open Mic. Right. I love him. We did an episode with him earlier yeah. this year. And um, the funny part, Dylan Dean, he, live, uh, he lived in, uh, it in, it in Italy for a couple of years, North Italy, uh -huh. Trieste. And he speaks Italian. Very good. And Dylan, he played before us. Dylan uh -huh. is an amazing violinist, and now he's a good guitar player. But back in time, we were talking about like a long time ago, his guitar playing was horrible. And he played with us before us. But as soon as we finished, Dylan started to yell in Italian, Ti serve un violinista. You need a violin player in Italian. Oh, so anyway, who around. did that? And so like, who is and it? And he came, like, you know, oh, I really love what you do, like in Italian. Can I try to play with you guys? And I said, okay, we have like a um, Thursday night, we have a rehearsal with, my, with them, like you can come. And he left, and then me and the other two guys, we were talking like, can you imagine if he played violin the way he plays guitar, it would be horrible. But he came, because he's playing like guitar playing. Because who doesn't good. like Dylan? Come on. No, but I didn't know Dylan. Right. So, but we were like so skeptical about like, they probably said very bad. But he came to my house, uh, like in my rehearsal room in my basement, and he started to play the violin. And we were like, this guy can play violin very well. So since then we've become like, he was in the band for a long time, but we became like brothers. Yeah, he did. So, we did a duet together. He made me sing with him. Yeah, I, I saw that. Came, it came out okay. So it was. No, it was, Dylan is a nice guy. And isn't good, he great? A nice dad. Like, a, yeah. he's a doctor. Yeah. So. He is. But gosh darn it, you mm -hmm. can cook. So where can people find out about your band? Um, our website, brascato.com. You better spell it. M B R A S C A T U. Dot com. Okay. Um, on Amazon, Spotify, everywhere, all the platforms. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, around town, for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely. I, well, and also on the on the band website is so much. I mean, there's a lot of really good music that's free. I mean, mm -hmm. you can listen to everything. Yeah. You can watch all the YouTube videos. And um, I love listening to you play guitar. So we, did, I, we did this for a long time, so we have a lot of stuff. Yeah, I think you've got it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah it, like, honestly, when we start this project with Dylan, too, like, we said, okay, we would play a couple of shows in town. like. Right. But people receive it in a very good way in this. 
but it never stopped. So like, we're talking about like how many years now? Twelve years. Uh-huh. And if you come better and better men, we play better shows too right now. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'm so I'm so glad that you agreed to come talk with me and oh, tell me about you. your journey from, you know, songwriting and um, coming from Italy and going back and coming back mm-hmm. and um, we're just lucky to have you here. So I'm glad that you call Thank Portland you. home mm-hmm. and I'm so glad that you agreed to be on the podcast. Pizza, pasta, oh my gosh. I hope you enjoy what I made. um, You'll let me post these recipes online, right? Of course. Okay, awesome. Mm -hmm. And then maybe um, we might be able to convince you to play guitar for my YouTube channel a little bit later so people could tune in Absolutely. for that in like Maybe about a week, two weeks. Maybe we can try to sing something together. Like Maybe. Room. I don't know. You think you're better than I am, but we can figure that out. So again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I'm, 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 I know my crew's over there like going, when can we eat? Yeah. So it's time to we eat, better guys. feed them or they're going to have a stampede over there. Okay. All right. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. I'm your host, jazz singer Marty Mendenhall. Check out the new Marty's Music Kitchen Season 1 cookbook featuring recipes, photos, and innovative QR codes so you can listen to the podcast while you cook. Buy it today at martymendenhall.com or on Amazon. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time on Marty's Music Kitchen.